Hello and welcome to this episode of the Five Lights podcast called Insane Bahrain and it's a look back at race two of the 2016 championship. Wow, what a race it was. Carbon fibre and carnage everywhere you looked. A really great race and continuing the great race from Australia, 2016 really is looking like a great season. I'm going to give you my five takeaways from that race right after this. Yes, so let's take a look at race two of the 2016 season in Bahrain. As I said, there was lots of carbon fibre, lots of carnage everywhere, lots of overtaking as well. A lot of people had written off the Bahrainian Grand Prix as a bit of a dull one, but actually I can remember more good ones than bad ones, so uh, I always look forward to that race every year. And it threw up a few surprises for me, the main one being that I thought we were going back to the old style of qualifying. Turns out we weren't. And we kept the rubbish style. Uh, it wasn't as bad. It was still bad, but not as bad as last time. At least we had action till the end and the Ferraris decided to go out for a second run. But I'm glad to see that they've actually seen the error of their ways and have gone back to the old system for China. So they gave it a go. It didn't work. Uh, at least they've got one rule change that has worked, and that is the tyre strategy, because that really sp spices things up fantastically. So let's look back uh, to Bahrain. And Rosberg taking the win again. His second win of the season, second in a row. And uh, Hamilton again finishing in third, separated by the Ferrari, this time of Kimi Raikkonen after Vettel suffered a breakdown before the race even got underway. So, my five takeaways then. My first one, Rosberg is legit. We have to take Rosberg seriously this year. As I said, he has won the first two races of the season. He is in probably the fastest car on the grid at the moment in that Mercedes. And... He's done the first two races, he's won them in dominant fashion. He really has just taken off from the front. He's capitalised on two poor starts from Hamilton. He hasn't let the Ferraris getting in amongst them get in his way. He's kept a cool head and he's not put a foot wrong. It's important to note that it's still very early in the season, of course. There's only two races gone. But for me, he has to be the favourite now for the World Championship after winning those first two races. He has bottled it before. We have seen him take a lead in the, in the championship before, take lead in races before and bottle it. But I've got a good feeling maybe having a child has calmed him down. It's given him a bit more focus and we could see a new world champion this season. Very early to say though. Second takeaway. The future is bright. There are often times when I will worry about who is the next Lewis Hamilton or the next Fernando Alonso, Jensen Button, for example. Where will they come from? Who will they be? Well, however, this season appears to have helped highlight a few rising stars. We see some great young talent on the grid. Uh, we already knew about the two wonder kids at Toro Rosso with uh, Max Verstappen and Carlos Sainz Jr. We know they're a solid bet for the future. Uh, we can now add to the mix, though, Pascal Verlein and Stoffel van Dorn. Now, Stoffel obviously stepping in for Fernando Alonso, who had to uh, take a back seat for this race. He couldn't race because of his chest injuries, but he did a really sterling job in that uh, struggling McLaren. Outraced and outqualified Jensen Button, who, of course, had his car issues, but managed to keep the car on the road and did some fantastic overtaking manoeuvres. And Pascal Verlein in the manner, wow, what a job he's doing. He's always up there now. With Australia, he was up into 13th, 14th, managed to get there again. And that manor car is overtaking. And you look at his uh, teammate, Rio Harianto, he is far outdoing him. So well done, Pascal. So the future is certainly bright and the youngsters are on the rise. Point three then, Ferrari need to tighten up. There is no doubt that Ferrari will win a race this year. They will get up there again. They'll be amongst it and they will win a couple of races, I feel. 
Um, they have the pace, uh, they have the car, but they need to cut out the mistakes and sort out their reliability. They have been messy in the pit stops in both races, both for Raikkonen and for Vettel, which has cost them time, of course. Uh, and with Mercedes looking so strong, they really need to pick up the uh, pick up the mistakes, get the strategy right. And sort out that reliability. You know, losing Sebastian Vettel that early in the race, we sort of lost a little bit of the race a little bit there. I mean, it was still a fantastic spectacle, some great overtaking, but we just lost a little bit losing Vettel so early on. And Ferrari can't afford to do that. Point number four, then, the rear is catching up. I pointed this out in Australia, but it was even more apparent here in Bahrain. Uh, we're very used to seeing the final standings after a race and chuckling at how far behind the guys at the back are, usually two two laps at least, uh, lots of time lost to uh, back markers. But in Bahrain, there was only one lap in it with Rio Hariante finishing in last place. He was only one lap down, and throughout the field, there were fights taking place. As I said before, Pascal Verlein always up in there, taking on the Saubers, taking on the McLarens, taking on the Toro Rosses at some point as well looking a lot stronger and whether it was Manor and Renault or Toro Rosso or even Williams in amongst it it is clear to see the field is getting closer and closer I just hope that this doesn't disappear when we see those massive rule changes next year I hope they stay close and my final point and takeaway from the Bahrainian Grand Prix is that Haas are showing the way for new teams Frank Williams would love us all to, well love new teams sorry to all start from scratch bring their own engines bring their own carbon fiber their own chassis their own people everything like that but the way that Haas have entered F1 is certainly I think the way to do it and by using and I quote here as much Ferrari technology as is allowed by the rules uh, the American outfit are competitive right out of the box this is what fans want to see we don't want to see three or four years of cars painfully slow at the back retiring getting lapped three or four times and really struggling just sort of a bit of an embarrassment and not really in the race. We want to see what Haas are doing. Yes, they lost to Esteban Gutierrez yet again. This time it wasn't a calamitous crash, but a technical fault. But look at what the job that Roman Grosjean is doing. Fantastic job. And if they can keep that up, wow, what a story that would be. So there are my five takeaways from the Bahrainian Grand Prix. Sorry this podcast has been a little bit late. Life has gotten the way somewhat. But there will be one again on Wednesday, looking ahead to the Chinese Grand Prix. Really looking forward to that one. Just time for me to give you what happened with my Badger GP predictions. You can still join the Badger GP League. That's the Five Lights League. And the code for that is 1347731. I did mention last week that I was top after the Australian Grand Prix. I've now fallen to third. I made some drastic changes to my team. I put, I had Palmer, Verstappen, Sites Junior, Mercedes, Ferrari and Force India. And I did terribly. I think I only got 108 points or something like that. It was absolutely disastrous. So I've taken advantage of the fact that I can still do unlimited changes at this point and completely changed it again. Again, I'm not going to give that away to you because I want to keep it a secret until after the unlimited changes have gone so I don't get people, certain people in the league copying me anyway. So, you know, you've got to keep your cards close to your chest. So let's look at my predictions then. I predicted that Lewis Hamilton was pole, and I got that one spot on. Lewis Hamilton did take the pole position yet again, but this time again, struggling from the start. Can't get that start procedure right at all. Claims it was a different issue to Australia, but whatever the issue is, he really needs to tighten that up. Fastest lap then, I picked Daniel Ricciardo. It wasn't. He had a good strong race again, Daniel Ricciardo win the Red Bull. Um, I said he was going to be there or thereabouts on the edges of the top three, and he was just that. Uh, I picked first to retire Rio Harianto. Sorry, Rio, you did a great job actually keeping the car on the island. Kept it uh, kept it consistent. weren't the fastest driver on the racetrack, but all you have to do is finish when you're in the in the manor car. And he did just that. I said safety cars there would be one, 
I knew that would be a long shot considering how wide the circuit is. You have to have a really big accent in Bahrain to bring out a safety car. So there were no safety cars. And as for the result, I picked Vettel to win. Well, of course, he didn't win. He'd blown up before the race had even started. Straight on the formation lap. Massive plumes of smoke and he was a goner. Second, I had Nico Rosberg. Well, again, he proved me wrong. He stepped up and took the win and good on him. Uh, so he is the favourite for me now to take the World Championship. Yes, we are only two races in, but... He's, uh, he's really showing good strong head, really consistent, and he looks like he's got Lewis Hamilton where he wants him right now. If he can keep that going, I know it's the longest season ever with 21 races, but if he can keep that going, he's got a good advantage, but he's got a good uh, advantage at the moment. I did pick Lewis Hamilton for third. I did get that one right, so Lewis Hamilton coming away in third from the Bahrainian Grand Prix. Still picking up points, keeping Rosberg in sight. And the Mercedes really um, getting ahead of the Ferrari now, especially with the reliability problems they've had with Sebastian Vettel. And that is it. So, the Bahrainian Grand Prix is in the books. Race 2, Rosberg is in the lead. He has the advantage at the moment. But we go into China, not knowing whether Lewis or Rosberg will come out on top. Will Ferrari keep their reliability? Will they be able to challenge again? I'll give you my five things to look forward to for the Chinese Grand Prix on Wednesday, so keep a lookout for that podcast. Until then, stay tuned. Let us know your thoughts on Facebook and Twitter about F1, and I will see you in the next podcast. Cheers, guys. <laughs>